Well, good morning and welcome to the drive. It is uh, Friday, August 18th. Yeah, August 18th at 6.28 a.m. And uh, a lot of you, I saw a couple people yesterday looking forward to the weekend, had a busy, busy weeks. And um, the last couple weeks for my wife and I too have been really busy for ministry stuff. And we're looking ahead already to the fall. And uh, the next like two months are jam-packed like I'm trying to meet with some people yesterday looking at the schedule not that Saturday not the next week no I can't do it the next week how about the? you know how it is life gets just busy right and so oftentimes we get weekends off in order to get stuff done at home uh, but then also hopefully a little bit rest um, you know we got to rest in order to be productive at work I mean both are important God created us to have both so um, but I hope you guys are gonna have an awesome weekend whatever you have planned um, uh, tonight I'm going to we're going to a pastor friend's house across the bay for a gender reveal party I think they're doing it <laughs> there's so many different ideas now of what they do but I think I think they're doing a golf ball like he's hitting the golf ball and it's gonna either be pink or blue anyway but uh, that's what we're doing later tonight um, but hey, I'm praying for you guys. Hope you're doing well. Uh, we're continuing through Galatians. And before I pull out of my driveway, I'm going to read the verses we're going to look at. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Galatians 1, uh, 15 to 17. Apostle Paul continues to write. He says, But when it pleased God, who separated me from my mother's womb and called me through his grace to reveal his son in me, that I might preach to him among the Gentiles. I did not immediately confer with flesh and blood, nor did I go up to Jerusalem to those who were apostles before me, but I went to Arabia and returned again to Damascus. So the first thing is I love, um, my window's foggy. I love what he says here. I can separate from my mother's womb. It's like, dude, are you being a little dramatic or why did you have to say that? You know, and it's kind of like, well, no, but what he's saying is that he was called, um, he was called by God. God knew he was going to call him even before he, <laughs> before he was born. It's like God knows the plan that he has for his kids, which is mind-blowing to think about. You think back before I was even born, God knew what I was going to be doing like today. <laughs> it's just it's just kind of a wild wild thought, I think, but but I love that because God has these plans and these callings, his will ordained for us, you know, um, before we're even born. It's like, thank you, Lord. He knows what he's doing. And so he's called, Paul was called to, um, you know, he's tracing back how the Lord had worked. He's called to minister to the Gentiles, uh, which is funny because Paul was a Judaizer, right? He was part of the Sanhedrin. He was an expert in the law, and yet he was called to, to minister to a whole different people group. You know, it's funny as you're going through his letters, what you see is that Paul really wanted to minister to the Jews. <laughs> like, that's that's what he wanted to do because that's who he knew. He knew how they worked. He knew how they thought. He knew the traditions. He knew their laws. He knew all of that. So you think, well, since he knows all this, God's going to call him to do this, to meet with those Judaizers, to tie, not to say he didn't, like he did, but... God largely called him to minister to uh, non-Jews a lot. And so you, you never know, you're like, God, but God knows, right? He knows who we need to minister to. He knows what 
who we're going to talk to today. He knows what people group we're going to be able to influence for the kingdom of God. Like the Lord knows it's in his hands. And another thing that's interesting here, and there's insight into verse 17 here, is that um, is that after Paul was saved, <laughs> uh, you look at, look at Acts, look at his salvation story, you see that he was still radical. And people knew Paul as a Judaizer, as one who hated the, the church, who was trying to get rid of the Christians. And so they were like, wait a second, he's saved? Yeah, no, I don't believe it. Like a lot of people didn't believe it. And they thought he was zealous and they thought maybe he was trying to be an undercover spy in order to get the Christians, you know? And so, <laughs> so after he was saved, Here's what he did. He went to, God led him to Arabia for a few years in order, most commentators, scholars, theologians believe that he went to Arabia in order to learn and to grow in the faith because so many years of his life were spent doing the opposite of what God wanted. So I love that picture where he's just like, I'm, I was led away to Arabia to this place to the solitary place to learn and to grow and be prepared for what God had for me. And that's the beautiful, that's one of the most amazing things about walking with the Lord, I think, in my opinion, is that God will prepare us presently for what he has for us, you know, or God will, yeah, prepare us presently for what he has for us in the future. Like, like God's preparing you right now for something that is going to happen next year <laughs> or in two years or in five years or next month or tomorrow. Or tonight, you know, God is always, I believe he's always working, always preparing us presently for what is to come. He's equipping us. And the wild thing about trusting the Lord is that he's preparing us in ways that we don't even know, that we don't even know about until we face that thing or talk to that person or go through that. And, and we look back and go, oh, that's why that happened. That incident happened. Or these chain of events happened because the Lord is preparing me for this. You know, you can't really minister effectively without first going through something that relates to what you're ministering about. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, uh, we love our, our my brother-in-law, my wife's sister. Uh, they they had a baby, Selah, and. Um, she was born with, with heart, a lot of issues, and she remained in the hospital for, I, I believe, nine months, never left the hospital, and she passed away, and one, it was so hard, but I remember her service and her uh, celebration of life that we had at the church, and it was just one big worship service, and it was beautiful because everyone came together, and you know, that incident, as as hard and difficult as it was we, we will never know unless you're the parents they know but they they had faith through it they they witnessed to the doctors and the nurses and the people in the hospital and uh, i mean the whole church was just praying like they were we were all in unity for them just avidly and ardently just praying for her and for them and god even though it was it was a such a difficult time god used all of those things and you know in these last years uh god's used them to minister to those going through 
similar similar issues or, or, or events or things and that's what God does right he uses what we've been through in order to minister to others who are going through the same thing and that's the beautiful thing about the body of Christ and you know you look at the apostle Paul here and it's like yeah he's he's relating he's sharing some of his testimony he's talking about what happened because he's talking to the these churches in this region of Galatia that are being infiltrated by these Judaizers and Paul knows exactly what they're trying to do because <laughs> he was one of them and so he's trying to help them to see their eyes to be opened to the truth, to the one true gospel, to, to Jesus Christ. Because he had been through it before. Don't ever be afraid to use what God has done in your life in the past to minister to someone right now in the present. That's how God works. That's not our cleverness. There's nothing about It's all the Lord. And so I, I love how the Lord works in that way. And God's working in your life. And He wants to use you. He has used you in mighty ways. He wants to continue to use you in mighty ways. Just have a willing heart, a surrendered heart, a heart that says, Lord, here I am. Use me today. I think that's a great morning prayer. <laughs> Besides what other, whatever other prayers you, you pray, whatever other scripture you read, I think a practical, an extremely practical prayer we can, we can pray every morning is, Lord, use me today. Whatever that looks like. Maybe I pray for someone. Maybe I just am a light for my kids. Uh, maybe I, however God wants to use you. He's always working. He's always moving. He's always doing something for your, uh, for your good. First of all, for your good and for his glory. It's always for your good and his glory. It might not seem good. It might not feel good. But even those difficult times we go through, God uses. He doesn't waste anything. He uses it all so that he get the glory, so that his kingdom would be furthered, so that people would be affected, affected, you know, so that our hearts would bend towards his. Amen. Well, God bless you guys. Hey, I hope you have an amazing, amazing day and praying for your weekend. And I'll try my best to do um, an episode Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> um, okay, God bless you. Love you guys. Talk to you soon.